G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, as you're aware, there is a major thrust seeking clemency for those two Australians who were part of the Bailey Nine, Andrew Chan and Myron Sukumaran, who have been imprisoned and have been sentenced to be executed for their drug activities. Uh, There are some developments that are happening today, and it appears as though the two will be transported to an island where they'll be executed. Rob and Christy Buckingham have been working with these two, Andrew Chan and Myron Sukumaran, for a number of years now. And Rob is joining us today. Hello, Rob Buckingham. Welcome along to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Rob, you've been working with these two guys over the past few years. So how do you feel to know that they are being transported to this particular island today? In one word, I would have to say uh, devastated. Um, I guess, obviously, it's not unexpected. The uh, Indonesian authorities have been making it very clear uh, for quite a while now that they intend to press ahead with executions uh, in spite of Australia and uh, many in Indonesia and other nations of the world asking for clemency for two rehabilitated men. Rob, you and your wife, Christy, you've been not only working alongside these guys over the past few years, uh, but as I understand it, uh, you've developed a real friendship, both with Andrew and with Myron. Uh, What sort of friendship have you been able to uh, establish with these guys over these past Uh, years? Yeah, particularly with Andrew, uh, very, very close friends uh, with Andrew. We started, uh, well, we met Andrew uh, a number of years ago. My wife and I were actually in Bali just for a few days of rest and relaxation and uh, met up with some very old friends and uh, they'd been doing some work uh, inside Karabakan Prison. Uh, They're pastors of a church in Bali. And so uh, they asked us if we'd like to come in. So we went into Karabakan one morning and met Andrew on that particular morning, as well as Matthew Norman and uh, a number of other people. And uh, the rest is really history. We uh, really struck up a great friendship with Andrew and uh, then came alongside him with his rehabilitation work and uh, been working very closely with him. And uh, then a little while later, we met Mayuran and, uh, and, and the same friendship has developed there. So seeing, I guess, you know, two guys who... Uh, definitely did the wrong thing 10 years ago. Uh, they were very silly, made some r- really uh, ridiculous choices in life, uh, but have been uh, found to be guilty and, and imprisoned in Karaba Khan. Uh, but as a result of their imprisonment and a number of other factors, they have reformed, rehabilitated, and have been working really, really well inside the prison system in, in Karaba Khan and helping to rehabilitate other prisoners. There's been a lot of attention to this reform, this rehabilitation, and uh, the thing that rubs us all up the wrong way is that if there can be reform, if there can be a rehabilitated prisoner, then uh, it seems to be a a dreadful thing that someone would be executed. Uh, This does go against the whole ideal that we have here in Australia of reforming prisoners. 
It does. And, you know, even the Indonesian prison system, there was a recommendation handed down in 2007 that said that if a prisoner was able to demonstrate reform over a period of time, in fact, 10 years, then uh, their death sentence would be commuted, commuted to life. And if they continue to show reform, a reduction in the life imprisonment uh, sentence would be given. Now, that recommendation was unfortunately never adopted by the Indonesian judiciary, uh, but that was certainly a very strong recommendation that was handed down to them. And I think, you know, in, in fairness, the Indonesian um, prison system has actually worked very, very well, uh, not just for Mayu and Andrew, but for many other people uh, that I have met inside Karabakan. And, and so if with a prison system that's been working well to help rehabilitate people, and then you've got two guys, uh, Andrew and Mayuran, who have been working within that system to help rehabilitate other prisoners, uh, rather than execute these two men, I would encourage the Indonesian government to actually realise what they have in these two men and, and uh, get these programs that they've been running so successfully inside Karabakan operating in their other prisons as well. I think we could learn something from them here in Australia too. What you're saying is clemency for these two would be a benefit to the Indonesian prison system and, and we've got lessons to learn here in Australia as well. Yes, that's exactly right. And, you know, so executing them has no value whatsoever. It's already been proven that uh, the death penalty per se is not a deterrent. Uh, if it were a deterrent, then we wouldn't have people still trafficking drugs and doing all sorts of things. People are not thinking straight and they're not always in their, in their right mind and not thinking of consequences when they're doing things like this. And so what is a deterrent here by executing these two men in particular, but others, uh, is showing that rehabilitation is pointless. Because why rehabilitate, why transform your life if at the end of it, we're going to take you out and shoot you. Rob, let's reflect on what might be going through the hearts and minds of these two, Andrew and Maya Ran, today. Uh, you've known them for a number of years. You're their friend. How do you think they'll be feeling uh, on their way to the island? Andrew and Maya Ran are actually very different, so they'll be handling it in different ways. Uh, Andrew is... Uh, the eternal optimist and, uh, and, and is uh, very outgoing, very upbeat, very positive. And so uh, I know Andrew will still be uh, full of hope and, uh, and looking at it in a very positive way. He has a very deep faith in Jesus. And uh, so, you know, one of the first things he ever said to me uh, quite a few years ago now was, was one of the key scriptures in his life, and that is for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And so that will still be, I know, resonating very much in his mind at the moment, um, that if he lives, he will continue to do his work of re rehabilitation. Uh, if they take his life, it's absent from the body, present with the Lord. So uh, he, he will be very upbeat. Mayu is a quiet, um, shy, very sensitive guy. He, he will be just processing this in his own way, I imagine, uh, very much in himself. Um, and uh, and drawing closer to to uh, his faith in God during this time as well. Both of these guys share a faith in God. Uh, you're reflecting that Andrew has a, a deep faith, and uh, yes. and in that deep faith, he's prepared to face whatever uh, is ahead. 
Yes, very much so. And, and that's been uh, a conversation that we've had on, an, on a number of occasions. And so um, he, he's not worried about the future. Having said that, he would love to live. And understanding that, that life would mean living in Karabakan prison or another prison within, the, the, within Indonesia. So this is not about soft justice. This is not about, you know, poor little drug traffickers let them go now. Um, it's about recognising that, yes, they did do the wrong thing. And all that is being asked is that they would be allowed to live and, and, and continue the work that they're doing. But as you say, with Andrew, if, if this is the end, he, I, I know that he will be spiritually and mentally prepared for, for that scenario. Rob, in the worst case scenario, the execution goes ahead. Uh, there will be some level of uh, outpouring of grief from Australians who have been desperate uh, to see clemency for these two men. Uh, are you a part of a, a team? And I imagine there'll be a lot of people gathering around the families of these two men. Uh, are you a part of any sort of uh, follow-up program to ensure that there is a level of comfort and uh, uh, going through the grieving process? alongside the family I, I would take the language I guess out of a prog- out of program uh, oriented language um, it's it's much more uh, the friendships that have been developed over the process of time and uh, I know my wife particularly is very very close to uh, the Sukumaran and the Chan families um, I, I, I know them as well and have had time with them but Christie spent a tremendous amount of time uh, with the families and so yes we will certainly be gathering around the families and doing whatever we can do. You know, we don't want to intrude either, uh, but, but just to, to be there for them. One of the reasons I, I am opposed to the death penalty is because it doesn't just punish the guilty. It punishes the innocent as well. And uh, I know that the families will be devastated if, if the execution goes ahead. And they will need all the support and prayers um, and encouragement that Australia can give to them. And I'd love to see as well at that particular point that, you know, arguments for and against the death penalty and the rights and wrongs of Indonesia and all of that, maybe we could just put that aside and um, and, and, and support these families and, and others like them uh, who, who are suffering. Rob, as a pastor uh, and people listening into our conversation now, very uh, aware of the presence and the power of God, uh, how do you think uh, Christian believers in Australia ought to be praying? Is there a, a prayer that says uh, we need a 11th hour, uh, uh, well, really it's the 11th hour, 59th minute uh, reprieve, uh, the clemency? It would be like a miraculous thing that would happen. Or how ought Christians be praying? I think everyone needs to be led by the Holy Spirit on that. Um, I, I just be, I, I constantly pray for a miracle. I'm asking God for a miracle. I think it would be wonderful to see, as you say, at this very late uh, hour, um, a, a miracle for both of these men. Having, having met them and developed friendship with them and seen the genuineness of their rehabilitation. I've had people question, you know, are they just rehabilitating because they want to get out of prison? That's not the case. You can't pretend for years and years and years to be a different person. And and you certainly wouldn't live sacrificially within the prison system uh, for other people if you weren't genuinely rehabilitated. So my, my encouragement to your listeners would be, let's pray for a miracle. Let's agree together. Uh, for a miracle to take place, but also understanding that a miracle might not take place. And, and that being the case, then let us put our energy 
uh, in prayer uh, for the families and friends of these men. And uh, can I encourage some of your listeners as well, maybe to start speaking up and being advocates against the death penalty, uh, just in general. Uh, Not saying that we don't need strong justice. I believe we do. I I believe we need life sentences that that mean life. Uh, but I think the death penalty is is unfair and unbiblical on, on quite a number of levels. Well, Rob, just honour to you and to your wife, Christy, both of you pastors, and you've drawn alongside Andrew Chan and Maya and Sukumaran in the lead-up to what we are perhaps about to experience here if these two men are transported to this island and there are executed. Uh, but certainly honour you for your friendship and your pastoral oversight that's been involved in the formation of these men and uh, I really appreciate your sharing your heartbeat with us today on 2020. Thanks for the opportunity Neil, really appreciate it. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au and remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au